You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. You're here with Nick and Amy, and we're excited to be here today with you. Um, Just a reminder, this is for those uh, married couples or 18 years and older. So if you got young kids or anyone uh, listening, get them out. All right. We're excited about today's topic. Um, We are going to be talking about the tips or advice that we have for newlywed couples. And just a few minutes ago, we were discussing how many years newlywed is. Yeah. What is that? There's any definition. Couple years. I felt like it took us like 15 years to really get a lot of stuff down. Now we're professionals, Well, right? we've, been, we've been married almost 19 years, and I still feel like we're newlyweds, so. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. Sometimes. So, <laughs> so, I think newlyweds or any, this is information that can help any couples. So. Yeah, but most specifically, like, when you first get married or the first few years, like, I, a lot of things we're going to talk about are just, I don't know, good advice to do, and you ha- if you haven't done it together and you've been married a long time, then s- still do it, right? And if you are doing these things, then that's even better, so. So, um, I think number one is learn how to communicate. Yep. Good conversations, good communication is number one key. Like we've already discussed before. If you can figure that out, the faster, the better. Yeah. And good communication obviously, uh, relieves a lot of, uh, I guess assumptions or expectations. Um, good communication could just make everything so much better including getting to the intimacy absolutely um it's kind of the start of everything we were just discussing earlier how until you have good communication and you learn how to communicate with each other you can't really connect with each other and if you can't connect with each other you're not going to get to number one emotional intimacy you're screwed not not literally (laughs) i was gonna say you're gonna get you're not gonna get the sexual exactly you're not screwed yeah (laughs) Oh my goodness, this is going to be interesting. Oh, you're funny. So number two, accept your spouse for exactly who they are. I think so many people get into marriage and try to change their spouse and say, oh, I'm just going to change them and make them better this way and kind of mold them the way that you want to mold them to fit what you need. But that's, I think that's one of the worst things you can do. I mean, I, I do agree that people can change and sometimes we need a change for the better but I think accept your spouse for who they are. You know, um, we're not, we all make mistakes. We all have different personalities. We're not perfect. But if we can really, op- like I said, open up that communication, but also accept each other for who you are, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's lifelong too. Yeah, for sure. Like even at our stage of 19 years, like there's things that, eh, you do that might kind of bug but that's what makes you who you are and I ha- I've got to learn to accept those things yeah and vice versa yeah for sure vice versa um so if you haven't heard our story of how we met I'm gonna just share it really quick we met on a blind date and spent every waking second together for three weeks and 19 years 
What? And 19 years. Well, yeah, but I mean, so Nick proposed after three weeks. I know you're going to think we're insane right oh, now. Oh, I, I knew I had, I knew I couldn't live with we that. We were a little bit insane. So we got married pretty quick a few months after that. So we had only known each other technically four months uh-huh. when we got married. That's plenty of time. It's forever. Well, I'm just saying like newlywed stages are different for everyone because for me, like our first year of marriage, we were still getting to know each other. Yeah. We, it was almost like we were still dating, but we're living, you know what I mean? We're married, yeah. so we're living together. So it was really easy for us because we're still kind of in that get to know you dating stage. That's true. Still trying to impress stage. Do you know what I mean? That is true. Where a lot of people that date for one or two or even five years really know each other before they get into marriage. And when they get married, or when they get married, their first year can be really hard. Yep. Because the, all those trials are and hard things are already setting in. Yeah, that's so and true. And we didn't really experience that, so. We kind of skipped that part. Well, year two and three when we start having kids, it's yeah. kind of when, when things got a little more tricky. But um, ex- you, you mentioned expectations. Did you go into marriage expecting stuff for me? Yeah, I I thought we'd be making love four or five times a day, and uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I'm just teasing. He's so joking. No, I think yeah, I you think, probably did per week though. You probably thought that. Yeah, no, I think it is important to set realistic expectations for each other. Um, to not expect things that are not realistic from each other, and I think we all kind of do that. I think we all kind of sure. go into a marriage expecting. I was like, oh, I'm going to marry this guy, and he's going to provide a nice living, and we're going to be so happy, and. Things, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it didn't I, work like that. No, and it I did think, not happen. I think like that's that. why it's good to maybe even sit sit down with each other and say, "All right, what are what are your expectations here, and what are your expectations here, and vice versa," and really have that conversation. For sure. Um, well, that will probably turn into a whole other podcast. Yeah, so we're going to sure. stop with expectations. But um, going along with communication, I think my next piece of advice would be to learn how to fight fair and respectfully. Yeah. And we did talk about um, fighting in our last podcast episode, so we're not going to get into that. But if you can learn how to um, not lash out at each other, learn how to say you're sorry and to not always be right, and um, just focus on the present and don't bring up past arguments. I don't know. There's just a lot of things. If you can learn how to fight fair and respectfully, it's going to save you a lot of heartache. Yeah, and and I think when, that does take time. And when we say fight fairly, you know, when we say fight, we're talking about disagreements or arguments or things like that. And and it is that is those are the signs of a good healthy marriage. If you don't have disagreements or arguments, you're probably not communicating really well. Um For sure. so so just know that to have to have those fights or arguments is is healthy in a relationship and and just to you know, really communicate and be open with one another. And I think that's what you mean by fighting fairly is talking about things and having those discussions. For sure. And and being respectful not, not when you have, it. instead of screaming at each other, just doing it respectfully and with love. Yeah, or not always having to be right, but working together as a team to move in that common direction. For sure. And like you said, um, fighting and arguing stuff, like it's good. I think when we first got married, I felt like even after a few years, like he should know that about me by now or he should know that I need this or whatever like and I kind of got to a point where sometimes I would hold things in or if we got upset I'm like I'm just not going to talk about it anymore I'm just going to close down and go to bed mad or whatever um it's really important to just not waste that time being in an argument and just sit down and be like something's not right let's figure it out and reconnect yeah for sure for sure 
Um, next one is make your spouse top priority. Uh, this is something Amy and I have experienced in our marriage. You know, I, for a little while, you know, I kind of felt like sometimes the kids took top priority and the kids are, are important, but I sat down with Amy and just said, Hey, here, here's how I feel, whether or not it's right or wrong. This is how I feel. And one of the things Amy and I have decided in our marriage is we are going to make our marriage top priority. Now it doesn't mean we ignore the kids and we don't love the kids, but um, we recognize they're going to eventually move out and move on with life. And Amy and I are going to be together forever. And so we, we have really tried to step up and do that in our marriage to make each other top priority. And I think it's helped a lot. For sure. And date night was huge. I know we've yeah. already discussed that, but just putting stuff on the calendar and make sure that you really pri- to prioritize your spouse and make the time for your spouse is super important. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you talk about this next <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> We decided that our biggest piece of advice is how important sex is. Some people already know that. Some people don't want to hear that. But it is a truth. Tell us why it's a truth. Well, I think there's different reasons for for both. But I think for, you know, a guy, you know, sex is one of those things where it makes you feel important. It makes you... Uh, feel uh, that you're wanted, um, just that connection. Um, it does. There's so many benefits of intimacy for a guy, and without going through all those, I think it's just you know we'll we'll have a future discussion about that with the podcast. But we'll uh, you know make sure that's something we dive deep deeper into. But I mean, from a woman's standpoint, um, you know that's something that Amy can talk about a little bit as well. Um, what do you think, sweetie? I just have known for you how important being intimate is together. And I have always in our marriage, even when things were really hard, tried to make sure that that wasn't lacking in our relationship. And even though sometimes I didn't want, wasn't in the mood or whatever, like I've always tried to prioritize that for you because I know it's important and it's a need and a want. And that is a lot of the ways that's the way we connected or reconnected. Yeah. Yep. And it's very important when one person like gets upset about something or something is going on really hard in your life and you're like, you feel that disconnect. That's when intimacy and sex stops and things get even worse. Well, God, so cre- I think it's important to realize that when you cut that out, it's just going to make things worse. Yeah. And God, one of the number one reasons for divorce, I think is top one or two, depending on what you look at is, is intimacy. And so, you know, God created us that way, you know, and it does. There's something about being intimate um, with your spouse that just brings you closer together. For sure. Um, Our next um, piece of advice was to keep having fun together and keep having adventures together. Yeah. It's super important. Exactly. Like, I love it when we, you go play pickleball with me. I think it's fun. Or right. when I go hiking with you. Or I take you through a dangerous slot canyon. And like you're wondering you if you're going to be alive when you get out. Oh, I know that if you're taking me hiking, it's <laughs> going to be super extreme. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So she was cussing my name during the hike, but after she had a great time. So I really wasn't, but <laughs> <laughs> but I know that when you say hike, it actually means like canyoneering. And I'm going to be like. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So continue, oh. continue to have fun times and adventures together, you know, whatever that is, whether it's hiking or um, just going traveling, doing, traveling, going and doing something sporadically. Just keep keep things exciting. Well, when we were when we were dating and first married, we would we go, did everything. We would go play golf every day. 
Then we would go motorcycling on our dirt bikes. And we'd go hot tubbing. We'd go hot tubbing and we'd make out and we would go on little adventures and different places. And then you have kids. And then we had kids. Which are amazing, but some of those things kind of get paused or stopped or you don't have much time for those things anymore. And, And we will eventually again, but I think it's important to not let your relationship go stale and to still bring in some of those fun things that you did. Absolutely. Um, next, next thing is piece of advice is never go to bed angry. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's important to not go to bed angry and not hold on to those feelings, but sometimes I think it's okay to do so. I don't know. I'm, I'm pulled on that one. That was always the advice we got at our wedding was like, try not to go to bed mad. Just try to resolve stuff before you go to bed. I don't know. Sometimes I feel differently on that. I don't like it when we do it for days. Which hasn't happened very much in our marriage. Yeah. But there's been some really big disagreements that we've had where I'm like, I just don't want to talk about it. Good night. But I found that once in a while, if I just go to sleep on it, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I don't know why I was so upset about that. It, it's not that big of a deal. And my heart kind of changes yeah. by the next day. The, well, the other advice we got was to uh, fight naked, um, <laughs> which we've, we've never done. So I can't really... <laughs> Yeah, I, when I'm usually in a <laughs> in an argument that's last thing yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> but, I but, but that is a funny piece of advice. Anyway, so I don't know, um, I don't know how people feel about the whole going to bed thing, but I guess it just depends on your marriage. And I think yeah. the less that you can go to bed angry and try and reconnect at bedtime when you climb climb into bed together and pray together, and praying together is a great thing for you to reconnect and. And yeah. end your day and, and try and make things better between each other. And everyone handles it different. Some people can go to bed and wake up the next day and everything's fine and it's behind them and other people don't. So and I think sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad because usually you don't want to, you, you want to be able to discuss whatever it was so you can actually get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, I think if it's, a, think if it's a big problem that something needs to be addressed, you absolutely should discuss it. But For yeah. sure. Um I think my next biggest piece of advice, and this took me years and years to get the courage to just be like, this isn't working in our marriage, was dividing up the household responsibilities. I think, I guess it comes back kind of the expectations that you, like back in the day was like the women were home all day, they cooked and they cleaned, the husband was at work. In our marriage, it hasn't been like that at all. Um, We both worked from home for a really long time. Um, When my youngest was one, I opened up a business and I kind of took on everything and I kind of was like ready to crack almost like I can't handle all of this. And I finally got to a point where I'm like, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. We kind of had to divvy divvy it out. Yeah. And I feel like that really made our marriage better. And so just being that's, I guess that's another communication. Like you've got, if, if something's bugging you or if you need your husband or your wife to step it up in certain responsibilities, it's a conversation that needs to be had because it's super important. Totally agree. Oh, the fun stuff. Uh, set up a budget and make financial goals together. I think that's really important. Uh, that's probably number two. Yeah. Because um, the major causes of divorce yeah. are finances and sex. Yeah. I think having having goals, whether no matter what it is in marriage, to having those common goals so you're both working towards those goals is very important. To Absolutely. be able to support each other and uh, make financial decisions together. You see a lot of couples that don't do that. They mm-hmm. just go out and make a big purchase or um, kind of do whatever. But uh, yeah, being on the same page and making financial 
goals and decisions together is important. And and this piece of advice could be used at any um, year in your marriage because we have different financial goals now at year 19 yeah. than we did before we had children For sure. or when we first got married. So that's that's the piece of advice that I think can go with and, and maybe even doing it beginning of every year you know yeah that's what a great idea. what is our goal for this year how much do we want to save what do we want to pay off like it's teamwork yeah for so sure. that can that can also save you a lot of heartache when it comes to money don't let that destroy your marriage like it's doing for a lot of people i think one of the biggest things too is uh stop being selfish it's so easy to be selfish and follow and do the things that we want to do and kind of forget about um other things I think marriage is one of those things where you truly do have to try to be as unselfish as you can and, and put your spouse and, and other things first in your marriage. For sure. For sure. Which is really hard after you've been able to be selfish for so long. Yeah. And I think that's hard for people. The older they get, the more kind of selfish people tend to become. Mm-hmm. So people maybe get late, uh, married later on in life or... Like for that. sure. Um, just changing your mindset and realizing how bad your spouse needs you, your love and your attention. Um, sometimes changing your mindset to think as a team in all things and how all things in your marriage can benefit the both of you instead of just you. Yeah. And serving each other. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when I serve you, I feel happy inside. When you, Just service brings a lot of love yeah. Yeah. into your life and your heart. Um, um, the biggest, another big one. They're all big ones. They're all so important. Um, learning your spouse's love language. Yeah, this is something... Uh, <laughs> I kind of had to figure it out when we got married. I'm like, yeah. he just needs affection, affection, and affection. And affection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're and, so easy. And you can get on the app and uh, go into the love language quiz and find this out. But um, it is so important. You know, I learned that your love language was receiving gifts. And I still am not maybe the best at no, it. No, you're but, not good at all at it. But I try. At least I know what your love language is and I try to... At least you know it, right? So that you have the next 30 years to, to Yeah, I'm improving. It. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I know yours and I'm not the best at it either. So, so we try. There's always room for improvement. Yes, there is. No matter is. how long you've been married. Um, learn what your spouse likes sexually. This is where the app can really help. Yes? Yes, absolutely. Um, took us like year 15 when we created the app for me to actually get to the point where I was like I really want you to do this or I really want you to do this which can sometimes be really uncomfortable and I didn't know what I was missing out on either so that but but now I crave it more because I know that I'm getting some stuff that I really like yeah it uh, makes yeah. everything better yeah so get to know each other in the bedroom try different things yeah have fun together exactly. what, what's the quote that says um the bedroom is the one place where adults still get to have playtime. Make it fun. The playground. So make <laughs> it fun. We can still have fun. Um, let's see. Other relationships are still important even after you get married. Yeah. Family, your families. Family. Um, a lot of people have sisters or friends that they're really close to or guy friends. Like that's, it's still okay to um, to. To make those as priorities in your life. Yeah, you don't need to get rid of all your friends. No, <laughs> no, and it's important that you have hobbies and stuff that keep you happy. Because if you're together all the time, yep, or you never like go out with anyone else ever, yeah, that, that can be a negative thing. So make sure that you set boundaries and limits, and that you're both on the same page with that one. Yeah. Keep God in your marriage and set faith goals together. I think this is 
probably one of the most important things, if not the most important thing. Um, you know, Satan's trying to destroy the families and doing everything that he can to do so. I think when you put God in your marriage and you have a common goal um, and putting God in your marriage first, you're going to be able to receive inspiration, communicate with God, know what's in the best interest of your marriage and the things that you need to do to uh, keep your family you know, closer together, your relationship with your spouse, um, and just really rely on that, uh, I guess, divine intervention. For sure. Um, I don't know how couples make it anymore yeah. without God in their marriage. I totally agree. I totally I, agree. We just you need, need him so much. And praying for each other and praying for his help has definitely like helped tremendously in our marriage. Yeah. And I don't know how we would have made it through some of the stuff that we've done or gone through. Agreed. Yep. So, having that having that common goal and trusting the Lord. Um, another piece of advice I have is to create traditions together. Especially as newlyweds, I think that's really important. And that also comes down to communication because you come from two different backgrounds. And so you have done certain things. I'm not just talking holidays either, but, you know, like you come from totally different backgrounds. So it's really important to discuss, you know, what's important for you for certain things, new things you'd like to create together. Make some new traditions of your own. Yeah, for sure. That's always fun. Absolutely. Um, inspire each other. I, I love this. I think it's so important to inspire each other. How many, how many couples, um, don't do this? You know, I think, and we talked about this in one of the last podcasts is just having a positive attitude, um, inspire each other to do, to do better, uh, inspire each other, um, by giving compliments and just really making your marriage a positive thing where you're pushing each other to, to, you know, accomplish different things together or, or move forward together. Just really being positive in marriage, I think, is such, a, such an important thing. And, and to help the other person promote their dreams. Yeah, exactly. Inspire and com- your spouse. And, to- and compliment and push them towards their dreams and their goals and help them. Yeah. Because you want your spouse to be happy. If your spouse isn't happy, your marriage isn't going to be happy. So true. Um, always say, I love you. Yeah. I think sometimes we can get into a rut on day-to-day work. We assume. We assume that they already know that we love them. Yeah. You're really good at this one. I'm not good at this one. Yeah, you stink at this one. I do stink at this one. <laughs> I'm going to try harder. <laughs> say that's open communication, right? <laughs> no, you always, you always beat me at it. And then I'm like, oh, I love you too. But you always beat me at it. And that's a pretty awesome quality. So... Ah, uh, learn how to pick your battles is a good one. I have, I don't know. Do you really, do you think in our marriage that kind of, I've kind of been like, okay, she definitely doesn't argue as much. I, I have realized that it's not worth it. Yeah. It just, it doesn't do any good to nag over little things. Well, I think we've learned how, like we already talked about, like learn how to communicate and like how to fight and stuff. But I've gotten to a point now where I'm like, I don't want to spend any extra time being negative or arguing over little stuff that really doesn't matter. Well, I, I like the word battles because battle represents like something you're trying to win. But in this case, like it doesn't matter. Like who, you know, who really cares who wins, right? The mm-hmm. ultimate goal is to move forward and um, be one and, and uh, move your marriage forward. Like in, 
in your battles, you don't need to win this battle. It's only it's only a win if you both win or you both. Well, um, I was just gonna say, um, when if you go into marriage with the mindset and the attitude that you're a team, we're, we're a team. If I'm trying to win an argument or a battle, quote yeah. battle, if I'm winning, you're not winning. We're not winning as a team. Exactly. We're not winning in our marriage. So. So yeah, pick battles. When we say learn how to pick your battles, um, you know, should be something that you both are are winning um, and moving forward with it. And I think the last thing is never stop being friends. One of the things about Amy's and my relationship is I can honestly say she's my best friend. I'd rather be with her uh, than being with anyone else. And I think that's one of the reasons that our marriage is so strong is because she truly is my best friend and. Um, not only my friend, but my lover. And uh, but may, I think by making your spouse your best friend or... or uh, Maybe not even your best... I mean, I hope, I hope your spouse is your best friend. Yeah. But we might have other best friends and your husband might have other best friends. But as long as you're also best friends, I think your marriage will really thrive. Yep, I agree. I love it. I love it too. We went through these things pretty quickly, but... We're going to talk about some of these subjects more in depth in some of our podcasts coming up, but we wanted to just uh, you know kind of throw this out for some thoughts and the things to think about, and just you know there may be some that you don't need to work on, and maybe others that you do, and um, you know figure out maybe some of the things that uh, you need to improve your marriage with. So if you have any comments, you can always write us at our email. It is Amy at ultimateintimacy.com. We would love to get your feedback. We would love to have you let us know what podcast topics we would like to, you would want us to expand on or talk about down the road. We have some really great people we will be interviewing in the next few weeks that we're really excited about. Um, we just really hope that you're having ultimate intimacy in your marriage. You can download the app for free in the um, app stores, both of them. Or you can go to ultimateintimacy.com for more information. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.